0: What I notice and what I have seen and deal with all too often is just a lack of transparency and communication breakdowns that could all be avoided if we had the right systems in place and people were on the same page. The root of most of all the complaints is a communication breakdown at some point in time. And I I think people are just tired of that being the status quo in the construction industry.
1: Welcome to the Construction Disruption Podcast, where we uncover the future of building and remodeling. I'm Todd Miller of Isaiah Industries, a manufacturer of specialty metal roofing and other building materials. Um, Today, my co host is one of my co workers, Ethan Young. Ethan, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good today, Todd. How about you? I'm doing well, and of course, we're recording this on a Friday afternoon, so I'm I'm ready for the week. And well, next week, uh, along with several others, uh, we'll be heading out to the MetalCon show, and of course. By the time this podcast is published, MetalCon will have been history a couple of weeks, but uh, that's kind of a cool trade show. It's going to be in Indianapolis this year, and it's a show that focuses on metal and construction, Um, metal roofing, wall panels, building panels, all types of things. Solar is a big part of it. So I'm looking forward to it. It seems like every time coming out of COVID, we have another show. A few more of us are able to attend, and it's just good catching up and seeing people again. So... I got that to look forward to this weekend, my trip to Indianapolis. So I'm excited about today's episode of the show. And thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Today's guest is Ron Newsbaum. Ron is co-founder and CEO of Nut Nest. Ron walked in the shoes of a construction contractor and home services provider for a lot of years. And as a natural visionary and leader, um, as Ron walked through that path as a construction contractor, he knew that there had to be a way to sort of change the mindset surrounding construction and develop a system that would help improve communication, allow contractors and service providers to focus more on what they do best, which which is their actual product and service, and at the same time, create a great experience for customers. So I'm anxious to hear about NutNest today. Ron, thank you so much for joining us. Been looking forward to this conversation. Hey,
0: thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here. And uh, thank you for the invitation to come spend some time with you guys. Oh, fantastic. Well, let's let's get rolling here. Oh, one thing
1: I do want to mention, I sometimes forget, just so yeah, all of our good g- catch guests know this, we have each been given a challenge word. So the three of us each have a word that we are challenged to work into our conversation at some point. So listeners can be listening for words that uh, they think, gosh, that's an interesting word choice. Uh, but anyway, uh, we each have a challenge word. And at the end of the show, we will report back our success or lack thereof. Uh, in saying our challenge words. So, Ron, I'd like to talk a little bit as we talk about the importance of what you're doing today, because I realize that what you've developed was really driven out of the life that you led previously and and your career path. So I'm kind of curious, tell us about your days uh, as a contractor and home
0: services provider and uh, what you did. So I spent four years in the Marine Corps. I'm originally from Akron, Ohio. And I ended up in Michigan when I got out of the Marine Corps, because that's where my wife was from. And she wanted to move back to where her family was at. And when I was looking for that transition of what was going to be the next step, I ended up in residential construction. And I had never thought of anything prior to that from the construction aspect. I had worked on cars, but I had never swung a hammer and actually worked on a job site. And I responded to an ad for a foreman and training position. And I figured, hey, I'm a United States Marine. There's no reason why I can't go do this. And that started my journey through residential construction, where I've done everything from digging the holes to help running the company and growing an operations and installation department along my way. So, I mean, I've been in sales. I've been in leadership and management. I've been out running a crew and I've been a laborer on a job site before. So I really have over about the last 12 years sat in every seat that you can possibly sit on when it comes to residential construction.
1: Well, that's that would certainly give you the knowledge and the history and the background to be able to do where you've gone from there. And by the way, thank you very much for your service to our country as a Marine. We uh, are very appreciative of that. So thank you. Thank you. I
0: appreciate it.
1: So as you walk that path as a contractor and, you know, home building and various things you were involved in, what were some of the things that frustrated you during that time that maybe made you kept thinking, gosh, there has to be a better
0: way to do this? So I have a big problem with just kind of the the reputation and the mindset around the construction industry. I just don't believe we get a fair shake. There's a bad reputation, just a bad mindset and it's not because we're bad people. It's the best people I've ever met and been around my entire life are from the construction industry. And these companies are the backbone of the United States. So I, I would say like my biggest beef kind of with the industry is the, the reputation that we let perceive before us. And we let that mindset kind of circulate that we're not as effective business people. We're not as effective at anything because we're in the construction industry and we just take that with a grain of salt when that's not true at all. The best operators, some of the best accountants and some of the best just business people I have ever met have been in the construction industry. And I don't think we should get a bad rap because of the industry that we're in.
2: Yeah, I can say from at least experience or family members experience, There are people, you know, there are contractors that are bad eggs, but I do think they kind of ruin it for everyone else. You know, it doesn't, you know, just one bad experience doesn't have to mean that the whole array of people is is just completely, you know, not worth doing business with or, you know, like you said, this awful perception that people have. So I do think, you know, probably the easier barrier of entry makes it so you have more people coming in and more possibility for that. But I do think like you said, it is unfair ultimately to kind of paint everybody with the same brush.
0: Yeah, and I, I think we let that happen. We just, that's kind of like the status quo. So we're like, all right, whatever it is, what it is, when I think we should be taking the bull by the horns on this and saying, hey, I understand you might have had a bad experience, but I'm here to not deliver a bad experience. That's not what I'm here to do. And start to create a dialogue where we're moving the ball in the right direction.
1: So what are some of those things as a property owner, or a customer uh, in this relationship, what are some of the things that you think lead them to that level of frustration where they just want to say, OK, I'm done with these folks. They're all just not, gonna, not here to help me. Um, what are some of the things they run into that cause that level of frustration?
0: What I notice and what I have seen and deal with all too often is just a lack of transparency and communication breakdowns that could all be avoided if we had the right systems in place and people were on the same page. And I, I think that's what you hear, ninety percent, over 90% of customer complaints, it's never it was the crew was bad or the guys were bad or I hated the work. That's the small complaints that end up happening. The root of most of all the complaints is a communication breakdown at some point in time. And I I think people are just tired of that being the status quo in the construction industry.
1: Well, that's interesting. So as you thought about this and you walked that path as a contractor, um, I think it sounds like you're ideas for NutNest began to germinate. Um, and as I understand it, NutNest is an app for contractors um, that is designed to sort of transform that whole customer service experience and end those types of frustrations. Can you give us sort of an overview of, of the app and what it can do for both
0: contractors and for property owners? Yeah, absolutely. So for a homeowner, it's a download mobile mobile app that you have right on the phone. And this is where you run your project through now. So when you're dealing with a contractor that's on the nest platform, you go right in there, you can see your live feed. I'd like say it's like a Facebook, Instagram feed right there, what your project is. So any of the communication that you've had throughout any of the... Uh, documents, pictures, when are people coming out? That kind of stuff is right there. So it's visible for you to be able to see. But where the magic happens from a customer perspective and a contractor perspective is, let's say you have a question about scheduling. One of the biggest problems we have is that that sales rep or that builder or contractor that was out at your house originally and got the job scheduled, he can't answer those questions afterwards. And that leads us down the road of the, hey, I'm not the guy phone calls that customers do not want to make. So through the nest platform, that customer can reach out to the person at that company that's in charge of scheduling and get an answer to that question. And I, I what I call and what I require is one-call solutions. I don't want a situation where guys are not the guy, hey, I have to go talk to Bob, and then you get caught at the coffee pot and the customer never hears back from anybody. So what we create is a singular platform where that customer has direct lines of communication to the right people at the company. And then for the contractor We create that centralized place where that communication is happening. So no longer do you have emails, text messages, phone calls, Facebook messengers, WhatsApp. I mean, there's so many different ways that people communicate nowadays that if you're not clear with this is how we're going to do it and have a system and platform in place, it can be a complete disaster. And that's where the breakdowns happen. So we allow that contractor, builder, home service provider to have all of that in a singular point where now they can go in there and look at each project. They can see what that communication looked like throughout the project. If there was problems, if there wasn't problems, they know exactly what's being said and who's in charge of that stuff. So as being the the builder, the contractor, you're the one dictating who's talking to your customers about what and controlling that conversation that's happening. I'm
1: curious, how did your experience as a Marine sort of led itself to this development and these ideas?
0: So that's funny that I get that question a lot because, you know, you you end up in some hectic communication. I mean, I was, I was in the infantry and we're, we're trained to learn how to communicate when there's a lot of problems. But one thing the military is known for is pretty bad communication, you know, like kind of that telephone game, which happens in the construction industry as well. I think a lot of that set me up to be the person that could come with the solution. My time in the Marine Corps and the development there positioned me to be somebody that would think outside the box on how we can make something better,
1: yeah, uh, that's very good, so it's very much that attitude of, hey, we can solve this,
0: yeah, absolutely
2: I have to say for my I spent uh, probably more time than most people reading reviews from contractors and uh, you know different providers just as part of my job, but communication is one of those big things that I see that comes up over and over and over which just. They said they were going to be here. They weren't here. They, they showed up and we didn't know they were going to be here. You know, there's all kinds of these problems that show up. So I think tackling that is very admirable. My question, I guess, would be, I don't know how far along you are with the app exactly, but as for adoption, I'm just thinking of people like, I don't know, maybe my grandparents. Do you have a plan for like helping people that might struggle, like learning to use the mobile app or helping, you know, kind of a user friendly, I guess. I'm not, not not sure exactly what the question is, but just your plans on adoption.
0: Okay, so my vision from the beginning was this just needs to be simple. Mm -hmm. Like this doesn't have to be overcomplicated. We're not a CRM. We're not a lead generation software. We're a communication platform, Mm -hmm. a customer communication platform. And if it's not easy, a customer won't use it. And if it's not easy, a contractor won't use it. So we've developed a platform that's very familiar for say your grandparents, that have a smartphone, it's not super hard to operate and go in and look at your project and do that communication piece there. I've told the development team the entire time, which were uh, live throughout the United States and it's being used every day right now, is the sexiness in this will come from how simple it really is. And I was just talking with a guy the other day that we were going over the software and demoing it. And he looked at me and said, man, he's like, this is really just simple. He's like, I wish I would have thought of this because it it doesn't have to be something overcomplicated. It just has to be something that's simple and works that people can use. And that's what we've developed at NutNest.
1: We had a recent guest on the show, Paolo Tiramani of Boxable. And Paolo talked about that concept of how so many strides are made just by figuring out how to make things simple and what a challenge that can sometimes be because that isn't the way we naturally work. We naturally work sort of, you know, chasing squirrels and doing things as they come up. And that ends up in some pretty convoluted thinking. Sometimes he said, you know, that's a real challenge to make things simple. So very cool that you guys are exactly on the same uh, same path and same fault waves there, so I'm curious as you guys have built the app and and put the nut nest app together, um, any discoveries along the way where you realized, oh, we can do that also we can we can actually take this further than what we initially thought we would do with it.
0: Yeah. So to like what your point was, is when you're in, you're putting the development stuff together, there was so much stuff that we just said no to that would be like, oh, this would be a good fit. And we were like, just no, because that doesn't, mm. the, our mission is to help contractors and homeowners communicate to your other. That doesn't fits that problem. So let's keep it out of there. Let's not worry about putting in a bunch of fluff when there doesn't need to be. Let's just be really good at what we do. And I would say my the biggest discovery for me personally is because I come from residential construction is the outreach from the commercial side of things, from a, a job site to run job sites. So I've had talks with commercial construction general contractors wanting to use the platform to run their job sites with their subs. So they have a singular point of communication that all of their subs and their superintendents and everything are on. So that's something I had never thought about until I started having some conversations with guys and they're like, you know, residential construction's really, really good, but you have a big market in the commercial construction space as well.
1: Very interesting. So so I have to ask you, I guess the obvious question, I'm starting to put it all together as I kind of think back, I think, on my German. Where does the the name Nut Nest come from?
0: So the great story about the name is I, I had all of this great stuff that I thought were fantastic. Half of them I couldn't even pronounce. I wanted to do something around a nest because this is going to be that place where it's that nest where you homeowners keep their entire project. It's where the contractors are having all that communication. So it's that central hub. It's that home. And me and my wife were talking and she's like, it would be nice if we could have our name, like if our name was in there somewhere. And in German, Our name means nut tree Mm -hmm. and nut tree wasn't, you know, I didn't quite fit what I was thinking and nut nest got thrown out there while me and her were talking. She really, really liked it. I was like, Hey, I have some amazing names over here. I know I can't pronounce half of them, but I mean, they're awesome. I sent it over to our team and our, our marketing and development team. And 10 minutes later, an email came back that said, it has to be nut nest. Everybody loves nut nests. It's so, you can't forget it. And you can connect what we're doing there, especially with how they were able to put all logos, a home sitting in a nest. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's perfect.
1: Well, and I love the alliteration of it. It's just cool. It's good stuff. You know, I I am thinking though, here we are in fall of the year and they're predicting maybe it might be a bad winter because they say the squirrels are collecting more nuts than they usually do. I've already lost three relatives. Um, So, you know, I, okay, there was a joke in there someplace. I I didn't play it off very well. Anyway, well, I love the name. So, yes, I was putting that together. I thought, okay, noose, that is not bomb. I kept thinking that's tree, though, and I couldn't really think. I'm not sure what the word is actually for nest, but uh, I love it. Great name, great name, great story.
0: Hey, at least it was an apple tree and it was nut tree.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That's true. So where does the app stand today? Is it commercially available? You said there are folks using it. Is it something that anyone can use at this point or is it still not fully
0: rolled out? Yeah, no, we're fully rolled out. So if you're a homeowner, you can just go download the app and uh, be on the platform. And if you're a contractor, you can go on our website, set up a time to have a demo uh, and also purchase uh, software there as well.
1: Is there a way for a homeowner to find contractors who are already using the app? Is, Is that a possibility?
0: So maybe in the future, but that's one of the things that I cut off because, like I said, we're not like an Angie's list. Gotcha. We're not. Mm-hmm. Uh, that. You know, we have we have some partnerships that are coming down the funnel that are pretty big name partnerships that will help homeowners with that by being involved with nut nest contractors that we have partnered with uh kind of like the same, that kind of setup, those kind of services, because this was about fixing a problem and not how can we continue to add on to it. So our main focus to start is to go out and fix the communication problem in the construction industry.
1: I love what you're doing. And one of the things that occurs to me is if I was a contractor and I was just starting a new business, how awesome that would be to be running the communication end of my business right from the beginning with NutNest and be able to constantly use that as the way to develop, you know, the DNA of my company. So I I just uh, hope we can steer some folks towards you that'll be uh, interested in using it.
0: You know, what's amazing is that the most traction that we are getting right now is with brand new contractors and builders. Anybody in the last year that had started, because they know it's a problem, it's going to be a problem, and they want to start right. So as soon as they see there it's the no-brainer decision to be on board with us and start using our software. It's been pretty amazing because I, I came from a company that had over 200 employees. So I this was built for I, – I built it for more – what would be, I figured, bigger operations out there. But there really is a spot from uh, one or two employees up to three, four, 500 employees to be able to utilize Nutnest. Because one of the great things is, is we're scalable. We can grow with a company. It, it's hard to have the contractor, or the leader, or the or receptionist be able to scale with that company over time. And we can do that and help fulfill that communication void.
2: Yeah, the more I think about the app, I think it really is a great solution for this kind of application. I mean, you know, because normally, I, I guess in a smaller operation, maybe you just give the customer your cell phone number or whatever it is, or a company number to, to communicate. But with this, you know, you have this ongoing stream where you can add images, I think is what you're talking about, add images and kind of keep them updated on the progress. And also, even for bigger companies, you know, you're not going to, this gives you kind of an easier quicker, more personal communication that doesn't require. It's still kind of a professional app. You know, it's still a, a professional platform. So you're not giving out personally, you know, like a personal cell phone or whatever it is. So it does seem like it strikes a really good balance for, for both sides.
0: And, you know, one of the things that we find is that it adds major credibility that contract. Mm -hmm. When they're like, hey, we're going to get you on the calendar and I'm not just leaving. You're not just going to have my number. You're going to download the Nutnest app. And that's how you're going to be able to communicate and manage your project directly from that. So that customer has faith that they made the decision and chose the right contractor to work on their house.
2: Yeah, I I like that. I think it's also a great evolution, you know, that kind of follows as we continue to evolve with.
1: One of the things that I'm really noticed about the construction industry in recent years has been the upgrade in terms of professionalism and more folks entering the industry, not with the intent of I'm going to run this thing out of the back of my pickup truck, you know, instead running it as a professional business and being very purposeful in what they're doing. So I love hearing that you're getting some of these young folks who are entering the industry to adopt the uh App right from the beginning. I think that makes a lot of sense and is going to again be a way for them to really set their companies apart. So good stuff. Well, this has been very interesting. You know, we've covered a lot of ground. I appreciate your time. Is there anything we haven't covered today about NutNest that you'd like to be sure that our audience is aware
0: of? No, I, I think we've covered. Pretty much what we do. And, you know, it's we do communication for the construction industry. And that's one of the easiest ways to say what we do is we're that customer communication platform that the industry has been begging for for years and is just now ready to be adapted.
1: So, folks, I assume you said again, a a contractor can access it through the website. Is that the place for them to start rather than the app store? I would assume.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Go to our website on uh, nutnest.com, two Ts. And from right on there, you can set up demos and move forward with whatever terms you want to move forward with at that point in time. And the great thing is, is if you set up a demo, you get to see me.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. That's the best part. And uh, for those of our, in our audience out there who are a little anal this way, Yes, nutnest.com. That's actually three T's in there as I put my head to it for those who are uh, maybe a little wondering about that. So, well, this has been great. Before we close out, I do want to ask if you'd be interested in participating with us um, in sort of a regular thing we do here on the show called rapid fire questions. And so this is seven questions we would throw at you. They may range from serious to silly all you have to do is give your quick answer. Our audience needs to understand if Ron agrees to this, he doesn't know what we're going to ask him. So I have to ask, are you up to the challenge of rapid fire?
0: 100%.
1: Awesome. This is always a fun part. So I think we will, should we try to alternate questions, Ethan? Yeah, we can. Uh, I can go first
2: if that's all right. Awesome. Why don't you do it? What's one of your favorite childhood memories?
0: Uh, I would say working at Giannino as a pizza shop. I started working there when I was about 13, 14 years old. Nice. Good memory. So was that your first job also? That was my first legit job, I guess. The first job that I, I actually had a paycheck.
1: Gotcha. Very good. Second question. Do you prefer the top or the bottom half of a bagel? Top. Top half. That's where all the good stuff usually is. Yeah, usually.
2: All right. Third question. If you could spend a day with anyone, living or dead, who would you choose? Elon Musk. Ah,
1: okay. We get that one a lot. Yeah. he's a popular answer.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I love the way one. the guy thinks. It would just be fascinating. Like, just I wouldn't even want to ask any questions, just to be around <laughs> and watch how he operates. Personally, I would. I would just like to do that.
2: Yeah, he pushes the envelope in a lot of different ways, and it's, it's just wild to see, really. Yeah.
0: Good stuff.
1: Okay, question number four. If you had to eat a crayon, <laughs> what color of crayon would you eat?
0: Oh, man, is this a Marine Corps? Oh, guy? geez, we didn't
1: <laughs> even think about that.
0: <laughs> I would probably, I guess, just I would eat them all. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it
1: doesn't make you any difference. I love that. I love it.
2: Uh, all right. What's one of your favorite movies?
0: Oh, man, uh, I'm just gonna say Top Gun yeah. because I just saw the sequel not that long ago and it's the first thing that popped to my nice. mind, is it's, uh, I love you know, you, you can't go wrong with freedom and jets and all that, like America.
1: I need to see that yet. I've heard it's just incredible, but I have not seen it. Next question, uh, you're obviously a very high energy guy and I love that. <laughs> Are there any practices or anything you do that help you to
0: keep up your energy or your focus or your stamina? I'm very stingy with my diet, I guess. And I made a decision a few years ago to start just performance-based. how I eat, what I put in my body, all of that matters. I'm a big component of 75 hard. I am I did the entire live hard cycle. I'm on another round of 75 hard. So I'm working out twice a day. And wow. I believe that if you put energy in, energy comes back out and it just starts to create that.
1: Well, that's good stuff. And, and I had a feeling, you know, I'm sitting here before I ask the bagel question, I'm thinking he probably doesn't eat a lot of bagels, Todd, but I'm going to ask anyway.
0: Not a whole lot. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. Last question. What's a skill that you'd like to master?
0: I mean, this is going to sound crazy because of what I do, but communication. Mm-hmm. I would love to be like the, the master of that and be able to help people work through communication problems, whether it's at work, at home, Anywhere, because communication is the basis of everything we do as people. And yeah. being really good at that makes you really good at everything. That's great. Yeah. I really like that answer.
1: Well, that's awesome. And that's where you are with, with what you're doing with Nutnest and the industry as well. That's good stuff to have that passion. Well, this has been great. I do want to revisit real quick. I'm stuck on bagels. Something about the geometric shape of a bagel, just the the roundness of it that I really like. So big shout out to bagels, even though we're all trying to avoid carbs these days. Well, I do want to, uh, we do need to report back to everyone. And I got to admit, I've lost track of our success on our challenge words. Mine was geometric, which I completely forgot about, so that was the reason I had to work it in there at the end. Well done. Ethan, yours was envelope. I think you used it, didn't you? I did, I threw it in
2: as kind of a little reply at the end of one of those rapid fire questions with pushing the envelope, so.
1: That's right. And Ron, your word was apple. I I gotta I got to confess,
0: I missed it, Have you worked it in? Absolutely. I said when we were talking about the name that, hey, Aww. at least it was not yep. apple tree.
1: You did it so smoothly. I didn't even know it. It just seemed like the conversation. That was my goal. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Well, this has been a real pleasure. So, for folks who want to get in contact with you, how can they best do that? I know they can go to nutnest.com, but uh, any other ways you would suggest if they want to get in contact with you?
0: Yeah, absolutely. On LinkedIn, you can find me, Ron Newsbaum right on there. And I'm on all, all, all major social media platforms as well. And if anybody, feel, feel free to reach out if you have a question or something or just want to connect. I love to connect with people.
1: Well, and I know how we connected originally was on LinkedIn and you were just a really friendly, gre- gregarious guy. And so uh, I'm blessed to have you in my life. Thank you. And thank you
0: for joining us today. Um, this has been great. Hey, thanks for having me. It has been. It's been an amazing conversation. Uh, I absolutely enjoyed it. Well, thank you. And I
1: encourage all of our listeners, check out NutNest.com. Technically, three T's in there for those who are concerned about such things. But I also want to thank our audience for tuning into this episode of Construction Disruption with Ron Newsbaum, co-founder and CEO of the NutNest app. Please watch for future episodes of our podcast. We always have great guests that we're blessed with here on the show. Don't forget to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or YouTube. Until the next episode, though, change the world for someone, make them smile, encourage them, two very simple things we can do to change the world one interaction at a time. God bless, take care. This is Isaiah Industries signing off. Until the next episode of Construction Disruption.